Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 11th podcast for the United Pool Association podcast. I'm actually flying solo. Uh, Joe Mishik here. Um, Steve wasn't able to join us today, but I have uh, Rich DeMoss with us with uh, Lamont. He's the global uh, business uh, pool business director uh, with uh, Lamont, and uh, he's here to talk to us today little bit about their products, but more um, exclusively about the uh, Waterlink Spin Touch. But uh, before we get into that, I just want to introduce Rich, and I'm just happy to have him on. We've had a lot of people, great guests on uh, early for our podcast, as young as it is, but really happy to have Rich on and talk about this. It's getting a lot of play on social media, just kind of the market as a whole, and uh, glad to have him on. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Um, glad to be here. Um, very exciting time for Lamont with the uh, Spin Touch. Um, for myself, I've been working with Lamont about 20 years now. Um, the company itself has been in business for 100 years, so our anniversary wow. this year. I know. <laughs> it's hard to believe when it comes to a manufacturer to be in business that long. Um, we have third generation Lamont running the company. So we had David Lamont as president, Richard as vice president. Okay. Um, and my, I guess what I do is basically I'm in charge of strictly our pool business um, globally, which includes Australia, Europe, North America, uh, South Africa. Um, so it's uh, keep keeps me busy. So do you travel to all those countries? I I have except for I haven't been to South Africa yet. Okay. Um, I've been to Europe a couple times. Um, Usually I go there for their uh, international show, which they have in Lyon, France, or oh, wow. yeah. Barcelona. And uh, great cities, uh, if you ever get a chance to go over there. And then uh, Australia, I've been there a few times. Um, it's a very long flight, <laughs> not something yeah. to enjoy, but once you're there, it's a great, great country. And uh, we've been trying to do a lot more internationally now, uh, especially with the Spin Touch and other products that we offer. Yeah, you can definitely outreach to more people with that device. Right, right. And it's interesting because depending on the, the country, um, like, for example, in Australia, uh, a lot of the service professionals are using electronic-type testing, photometric meters like the Spin Touch, and they sure. do a lot of testing, uh, kind of like we do in the U.S., um, whereas over in Europe, um, the testing is not done as often. And but they still want to use some type of um, electronic photometric meter also. And gotcha. it's amazing how different parts of the world are slightly different what they're worried about testing for. So. Sure. Interesting. I didn't know Lamont was that old either. That's pretty cool. Um, yes. So is uh, David and Rich, um, are they, so you said they're third generation. So it was probably yes. their grandfather, I would imagine. Correct, yes. Started it. Yeah, he started in 1919. Um, wow, exactly uh, 100 years. That's amazing. Exactly. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. Not a lot of companies can say that today. So. I know. There's there's not many because, uh, you know, especially manufacturing side, it's uh, incredible that, you know, we make like 95% of our products here in the U.S. Wow, so. yeah. I know. I was just reading uh, – i trying to remember what it was called. It was more of a syn uh, synopsis of uh, – uh, Wilfred Langelier's history and uh, kind of the upbringing of water, um, you know, water treatment plants and stuff. And that was yeah. a really interesting read. But 
yeah, to have Lamont around that long, it really says a lot about your company and where how far you guys have come. Right. But um, so you said you've been with them twenty years. That's yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. Were you doing anything before that in the swimming pool industry? Actually, I wasn't. Um, I uh, I basically was uh, owning a retail business at the time and uh, sold that business. Gotcha. And, uh, have a marketing sales background, so. Luckily, I got a job with Lamont there, uh, position opening for pool and spa department. So awesome! Yeah, I've actually been in the industry about as long as you have. Uh, I'm going to be 39 this year. I started when I was about 18 in the uh, wow. just right out of high school. Sure. Um, in fact, uh, the guy that I started with, he just recently passed away. So oh, kind of a nod to him, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, been a great career, and I've seen a lot of changes, kind of like with uh, Lamont, I'm sure. But um, let's right, let's just get right into this. I'm sure our guests are dying to hear about, you know, you talk about this and uh, let everybody know I actually have one, so I can be kind of a little bit of an assistance and had, you know, I've had mine, I think, since February. Um, great device. I'm pretty happy with it. I've never seen anything like it on the market. Um Tell our listeners what's what's one of the things that really led Lamont to push to do something like this. Was it a field device? Was it uh, the ten parameters that you can test for? What was kind of that driving factor that led to the spin touch? Well, I mean, for years, uh, everybody's asked for kind of like the black box where you just add water to it, yeah, and it tests everything. And you know, for years, it was very hard because normally you were using like a liquid type reagent or titration, or you're using a test strip, or um, we used to have a lab system called our Waterlink Express system, which was a powder type reagent system. A lot of retailers were using it. So from shows and feedback from customers, they were looking for something fast, easy, um, because everybody's into uh, making sure it's quick and easy so they can get customers. At the time, we were more into the retail side. So getting customers through the store quickly with precise results. And right. so what happened was is that we spent probably about seven years in development on the spin touch back in, I guess it was the 2000s, um, where at one point uh, we almost gave up on it because wow. it is so hard to manufacture the reagents that go into the, the spin disc. And luckily we had some breakthrough um, back in late 2000 where we were able to move forward with the, the lab system. And so when we launched the original lab, it was called the Spin Lab, which was for retailers back in 2012. Gotcha. We, we probably sold, I think, around 12,000 of those labs worldwide. And during that time, we started getting feedback from uh, retailers who also have a service department who wanted to take the meter out in the field. So we actually tried to launch a uh, mobile spin lab using the same spin lab in the store, but having a battery pack hooked up to it and Bluetooth and the meter. And it, it worked okay, but we, we saw the need where we needed to make a unit where, where it's really designed for the service pro to take in the field, mm-hmm. the battery inside the meter and so forth. Yeah. And that so, is a big deal because, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of challenges to that. And um, I know you 
did an interview with David Van Brunt. Um, right. For those that listen to his podcast, it's a great interview, by the way. Um, it was done about 14 or 15 months ago, so it's a while back. But um, yeah, you guys talked about that, and you know, the case is very important, um, keeping it, you know, secure and all the little things that go along with it. So it's not just taking a device and bringing it out into the field and usually they're poolside, you know, cause most guys are bringing it right there to test the water. So yeah, it's very important to have that mobility with the device. Right. Yeah. The mobility like you touch upon is probably the most important thing with the mobile spin. Um, because we took the bat or we placed a lithium battery inside the meter and we also made it Bluetooth and right. also added the display to it. So, you know, if somebody wanted to just run tests and get results on the meter, they can do that. Um, if they want to use the Bluetooth portion, we have a water analysis program that's web-based where you download a free app and you can run it, and get results into it and, and have your recommendations and dosage amounts. So trying to make it user-friendly and, but also knowing that how it's being used in the field, like you mentioned, the carrying case is very important. Um, it's, it's a waterproof carrying case and you know, easy to you know, carry around for the user. Yeah, the biggest thing too is that um, that mobile app, which I, I got to admit, I haven't actually jumped on because when okay. I take the data, I have a program that I already put it into. So, okay. um, but one of the interesting things that I um, heard you and David speaking of, and not to talk about that podcast, but um, that was very interesting because you can keep kind of the log of the information um, through your app because it just pushes the information there. So you actually have kind of a, a log in case something were to happen um, with you and the customer, uh, that information's right there and there's no disputing that, you know, if something were to happen, which is one of those nice tools that you know you offer right yes and and you're right about that the uh the data log is very important easy to use basically when you run a test on the meter a bluetooth button pops up you just press it and then results will go into your phone or your ipad and then from there it will give you the what you need to do next like what chemicals to add how to add the chemicals and when mm -hmm. you're finished you're able to send, we call an e-door hanger to the customer if you want to, but it saves everything. So if you ever have to go back to it, say next week or a month later, or when you get back in the office, you can do that. So yeah, it's, it makes it really convenient. And the big thing, you know, and definitely the last couple of years, you've been seeing a lot more pool professionals trying to have a uh, program that can do everything for them, scheduling, routing, keeping inventory, all those different things. And it's, it's all important in running the business. You know, uh -huh. if you have your know, one person business or, you know, 200 people working for you. Sure. That is definitely a big deal. And those are getting a lot of play right now. Um, you know, we interviewed Ron Hash with Skimmer, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize your app was that uh, all inclusive, which is pretty awesome. So right. go check it out. Um, check out the app. That's one of those things that's very useful. Um, you know, Arenda has their LSI app, which is also very important. Yes, very good Just app. To, we'll get to that in a second because that's one of the things that's really big about the Spin Touch is what it's been able to offer for the LSI. But one quick thing that you touched on was 
um, the advancement. Because one of the things a lot of guys say is, what is the benefit to me having this in the field for, you know, it's it's not a, you know, it's not a cheap unit. Uh, somewhere between $600, $800 is how much you're going to pay for it. But explain to our listeners and uh, anybody viewing this on YouTube, but what is the benefit that you feel like that offers the customer the best, you know, advantage? Because I have a little bit of mine, but I like to hear it from you, Rich, as far as why it's probably better than any other tester out there for the money, I guess. Right. Yes. Um, well, many different things. Um, first off, uh, just so you know, we had the lab, the meter uh, sent to NSF for evaluation, uh, which is very important, especially if you're working in the commercial field. Um, so the meter was approved as NSF uh, level one uh, for water testing, which is the highest you can receive um, for labs. And they, they put it through various types of evaluation with accuracy, precision, consistency. And so, you know, using a lab, the, there are many different features that are important, but I think uh, the top, let's say five or six, is to be able to run a test and get precise results every time. So being consistent. A lot of times when you're using, let's say, a visual type testing, you know, visually you're looking at it and you see one color, I see a different color. Mm-hmm. And there's a high percentage of men that are colorblind. So when they try to match up certain colors, they just get, you know, incorrect results. Wow. And it's nothing they're doing wrong. It's yeah. just that visually they're seeing different things. And also lighting too, with the older style type testing, certain lights, indoor lights can affect your readings too, for like alkalinity and so forth. Um, so consistency, precision, ease of use. Um, as you know, if you've used titrations uh, type testing, you've add so many drops of one reagent and then so many drops of another reagent and another reagent. And often with users, um, maybe they don't hold the bottle correctly or the liquid reagent has expired, but they don't realize it's expired. Yeah. It's not working properly. So with the, the spin disc that's used in the meter, when you go to fill it, as you know, use a syringe full of water and basically fill it past the line that's on the disc. As long as you do that, you'll get excellent results. And so once those results are tested, you know, the meter does the reading for you and it saves the results. Um, And so it makes it much easier for the user as versus what's being used elsewhere in the marketplace. How hard, um, for our our listeners that aren't aware, the disc is about a couple inches in uh, diameter and um, maybe actually a little bit bit bigger than that. But uh, you feel it, you, you kind of feel, you feel like you're doing like DNA analysis because yeah. you're putting a syringe in this little tiny yes. hole and filling up this inner ring that looks like CSI. Iron Man's <laughs> like arc reactor or something. Right, right. But... Um, it was kind of cool to hear you talk about how far you guys have come with the technology, because you look at that thing and you're like, I'm going to get all these readings out of all these little tiny pockets on the outside of the disc. Right. And they're all going to be accurate and the consistency and all of that. I've tried to keep mine at the recommended, not going over 80 degrees, but yeah. in my truck, that's hard. So yeah. I'm looking and we're not quite, super hot yet here in phoenix or in other parts of the sunbelt part of the country but um 
I'm looking to put mine into a cooler, at least my discs that come sealed just so that I don't get them too hot. But I just want to talk to Alyssa about the fact that these discs are pretty sensitive, I think. And uh, having all these different reagents, um, I heard you mention it, that they're kind of, uh, they're like a stain test, right? So the water fills up those pockets and then the little, there's little tiny steel like BBs in there that bounce around and mix up the water mm -hmm. uh, with the uh, reagent. Um, really happy to hear that you said that your NSF1, that's great because right. the consistency has always been kind of on my question of my mind is how consistent is the results? You know, that's, that's what I think a lot of guys maybe are thinking too. Right. So, right. Yeah, I mean, with the, uh, like you mentioned about the, the disc, um, the reagents or how it's manufactured is, is that um, you have these, uh, let's say, syringes or needles come down and fill each well with a particular reagent. So it's a, actually a, it's a liquid reagent that then goes through an oven and then dries it. So it becomes like a stain test in a way. So when you add water to the disc and um, it starts spinning inside the meter itself is a magnet in the top. So there's little BBs that you mentioned as it's going around the magnet and the BBs are, is pulling those BBs up and basically um, agitating the water with the reagent. So it mixes kind of like if you had a liquid reagent in a test tube, and you kind of mix it with your hand, you know, back mm -hmm. and forth. It's kind of doing something similar where it's basically pumping the uh, water reagent together and mix it. And then when you're finished, you have that nice color reaction in the disc, like you mentioned, where you can measure, you know, 10 different tests in 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, you know, precision or the accuracy with any type of testing, there's always a plus or minus with the accuracy. Mm -hmm. And it varies on the, you know, test factor. You know, for example, like salt in the disc, um, you have a plus or minus uh, like 200 to 300 parts per million, which is not, you know, it's, I think that's great. Um, so, that, you know, so when you run a test, you should be in that plus or minus factor for that particular test factor. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, I ran a disc earlier and I'm not sure if the viewers have seen one or not. It's probably hard to see in this right now, but there you go. Yeah. That looks clear, pretty good. Yeah. Clear plastic. Um, small, you know, small size, has a D, has a D hub to it. So when you place it onto the meter, um, it's always a certain way every time. And when you're filling, there's a, there's one hole that's in there that's there at that same location every time too. Uh, a lot of times when we get calls from customers, they mention about say water possibly leaking from the side of the disc and we have mm -hmm. a vent hole designed in the disc. So, that it relieves the air that's in the disc when it goes to spin and so forth. So if you have too much water in the disc, it doesn't hurt anything. Just wipe it off, place it. Right. So. No, it's it's pretty. You know, I've been kind of referred to as somebody like a like a pool chemist because I really have latched onto the LSI and right. and stuff like that. And this takes it to a whole nother level when it comes to, you know, going out there. You're filling up a disc by the pool and you know, throwing it in this machine and the customer, you know, is watching and they're just like blown away. But, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, really happy to, you know, hear how reliable it is too. Cause I'll tell the listeners this, like I had a pool 
that um, it tests phosphates. And a lot of people know that, you know, typically anything over kind of my rule book is anything over 100 you're wanting to hit with a phosphate remover. Well, the tester actually took the reading at eight parts per billion one time for me. And I was just blown away by that number. I'm like, eight, like not 80, not 800, eight. Right. right. So I was, you know, pretty floored with uh, how well it works. And even the free chlorine is pretty cool because you'll get like one point like six five for your chlorine reading or whatever it comes up as. And uh, just that accuracy is very important uh, to know and to see and to use and just have all those factors be that, you know, critical. And uh, and obviously with a photometric, you know, system, you're able to do that because you're right. The human eye is not going to be able to pick that right. up. So. Yeah, it's, it's interesting um, what you mentioned there because uh, when I was at the Western Pool Show back in March, um, had many uh, search pros stop by that were using it, using a spin touch right now. And uh, they were mentioning when they go to a new account, uh, they pull out the lab and they show the new customer what they're going to use. The new customer's like, wow, you know, the, the last guy was using like a little OTO test kit. And, yeah. You know, they're like, wow, this is much better. And, and that's kind of reason why that customer switched to the new service pros because they had such, such better service, especially with water testing and other things they offer. So um, I think the industry has definitely came a long way the last, you know, 10 to 20 years now with uh, various things like this. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. And especially one of the things I was wanting to touch on too is, has this played a big role with uh, Lamont? I mean, as an industry, we've seen a lot of change with um, accepting of the LSI um, being more kind of used throughout the industry. Um, mm -hmm. Did that play a huge role in this as far as Lamont? I mean, well, as a whole, having all those factors? Right. Um, I mean, with any type of testing, uh, LSI is very important. Um, and so like in our software program, uh, we have that designed into it. So when you run your test for your pH, your alk, your hardness, you know, temperature, you can add to it. Um, it gives you the LSI. So yeah, being, able, being able to test those tests in our disk are very important. Um, I've been getting requests lately for a three-way disk that measures pH, alk, and hardness for mm. just for LSI testing or for uh, plaster uh, companies who are you know building a new pool and they want to make sure the plaster is you know curing correctly and after they add water to the pool and so forth. Sure. So, um, and our, and all our disc will has those tests in it for our nine way and ten ways. Uh, just that you know we start getting more needs for users um, and we offer you know three way discs now that are used by service pros and commercial that measure your basic like free chlorine pH and alkalinity. Or free mm -hmm. chlorine total chlorine pH and they use those um, you know depending on the regulations of the state also too to help save a few pennies where they don't need to test everything every time they may use a, a free chlorine pH and alkalinity disc um, but they can use it three times so again it brings the cost down for testing yeah that's a good point as far as I don't I have not used one of those three-way tests. Is there any kind of advice you have for those? Because it seems like, you know, you could go from like one pool to the next to the next. Is there any advice as far as keeping it 
Um, you know, you fill up a, a third of it and then you use the other ones as you need them. Uh, right. Is there any kind of special trick to making sure nothing happens to it or? Yeah, good, good point. Yeah, I mean, basically with the three-way disc, um, you have three, we'll say, wedges that you fill. So you'll fill the one side, that one pool site, you run the test, you get the results. Make sure with the three-way disc that you keep it flat. Um, so if you go to the next job site um, and say by accident you left it in the meter, you don't want any type of water to leak out into the meter and so forth. So most of the users will take that disc out, make sure it stays flat in their vehicle when they go to the next job. And then they'll take it to the site, bring the water sample back to their new vehicle, test it, and then grab the chemicals they need. But you can use it three times in a 24-hour period. Um, and what a lot of service pros are doing is using that on a regular basis and then doing the full set of tests, which has cyanuric acid and hardness and metals, right. like once a month or maybe twice a month out of pool. Um, and that just, again, the three-way disc, just it also only takes 30 seconds, not a minute versus a 10 way or nine way. Um, but it just helps bring down the cost of testing. Sure. Yeah. It's nice having that much versatility in one disc. Right. Speaking of that, uh, one of the questions I had for you and um, if any of you out there have a spin touch or looking to get one, um, I heard, I forget where I heard this, but Rich, maybe you can help me out. Um, is there any recycling to these discs? Because I've held on to mine and I've been wondering, and now that I've got you yeah. on the podcast, can I send those back? I mean, yes. is there any kind of, um, not rebate, but is there any kind of promotion for us as far as sending them back? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because, you know, at, at shows I do get a lot of discs. I go through when I'm demonstrating and very colorful disc. It'd be nice to make mm -hmm. some kind of art collage with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, any any of the users can send the disc back to us. Um, the only downside is is that uh, you have to pay the freight coming back to us for those uh -huh. discs. And then what we do is we have a company that picks up any used disc, and they'll take those to their facility, and they actually chop them up and use it for something else, I guess. But um, we're not able to reuse those discs over again because they're sonic welded and they have, of course, the reagents that are in the disc. Nothing hazardous in there. It's just that there's, you know, just can't reuse the disc over again. But if you want to send them back, we just tell customers uh, place them into a plastic bag so that water doesn't leak out in the box. Ship sure. them back to our Lamont address in Chestertown, Maryland. And then from there, we actually pay a company to come pick them up and they recycle them. And, uh, okay. So yeah, right now there's no type of say rebate or you know we send you free product. Um, we've talked about it. Um, we just haven't moved that direction yet. Yeah, I forget who it was I was talking to, and they were saying, "Oh, maybe they just like clean them out and reuse them." I'm like, I don't think it's I that. I don't think it's that simple. You gotta yeah, like. I, I really wish there was a way we could maybe in the future again. Everything's new, you know. So maybe in the future we could design a disc where you may maybe you could take the top off and reuse the disc again somehow you know cleaning or washing it out um at this point right now we're using like a metal medical grade type um plastic oh yeah they're super sophisticated yeah they're it's expensive to manufacture too it's because you know if you ever uh we have a video i think online where it shows kind of like the process how we manufacture the disc and it's kind of interesting how oh, it's that's cool 
Yeah. So if you ever want to come to our plant, any any of our customers, you're more than welcome to come and take a visit and do a walkthrough um, because it is pretty amazing when you see how things are made. Um, and uh, I, I love watching shows on TV when it comes to products like that, how something's made, you know, so. Yeah, especially something as complicated as the disc is. Right. Have you guys been noticing uh, kind of the play you're getting on social media? I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, getting a lot of, you know, one of the reasons we had you on is obviously for that reason. Um, a lot of people are asking about it. I was in a Leslie store the other day out here, and the guy behind the counter didn't even know what I was talking about. So <laughs> there's still kind of that ebb and flow of, you know, and they're probably even using your original um you know, Mark, uh, what store, you know, spin lab in their store, but he didn't know about the spin touch. So, right. Um, a lot of guys are asking about it. I know guys in California that are jumping on it. Um, Jason Broswell's group, uh, swimming pool industry workers, they're talking about it a lot. Um, how has that been for Lamont? Yeah. Well, with, you know, social media has been great with the spin. Um, and you're right. It's, amazing when you have something on YouTube or Facebook or various, you know, avenues there and people see what it looks like and see how it works and just amazed of how different it is. And it's, it is very different. Um, for Lamont for years, our, our forte was more the retail area. So if you visit a retailer, especially in the Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, they would have one of our labs in there. And of course now it's a spin trying to get customers through the door quickly. Um, yeah. But California in the last year and a half, I've seen a spike in our mobile sales. And at the Western pool show, I had a group stop by to buy 15 of them. Wow. And yeah. And they're, you know, they're down in Southern Cal and, you know, these guys saw the, the huge benefit because one of their uh, friends was using it. And told them about it and showed them it. And they're like, wow, this is something we need for our business. Mm -hmm. And they invested the money in them and doing very well with them. So, but yeah, social That's media, well, it's definitely helped us with the product. Yeah, I think a lot of the guys out there and gals for that matter, one of their big questions is, how am I going to save time? How am I going to save money purchasing something like this? And just so that I can put that out there, I, I've seen a big um, impact in time. Mm -hmm. um, not just money, but money is time. And I think that gets a little bit lost in our industry right. because you could kind of kick off and say, okay, you're spending X amount of dollars in reagents for, you know, like you said, titration tests and, um, other meters that are out there that I've purchased probably within the last two years, I purchased uh, a couple of Myron blue pens and those cost me upwards of, three, $400. So, you know, when you add up the money you're spending on some of these testing equipment and you get this kind of all in one, if you will, um, it's very, very useful. Um, but also the time because in about, what is it about a minute and a half or so, um, the spin touch is done and you've done all these different tests. Very, very helpful. Um, one of the things I just thought of as I'm saying this, and uh, Harold Evans did a video with the Spin Touch probably about two weeks ago up in Washington. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and he mentioned, uh, he's a big proponent of this. Um, he mentioned 
that you want to make sure the water temperature for the testing is, I think it's above 60 degrees. Does that sound right? Well, I mean, for water uh, testing, ideal temperature for any type of water testing between 65 and 85. Okay. And so most people, when they're testing, it's in between there. If you get too cold of water for any type of testing, especially for cyanuric acid, they can actually give you a false result. No matter if you're doing a, let's say the liquid style disappearing dot technique or using say a spin, if it's below say 60, it could possibly cause like a false high result. But if you're between 65 and 85, you should be fine with, uh, with testing. Yeah. And then the key to that is obviously if you're plugging in your test results into any kind of system, make sure you put in the temperature of what right. your actual water is. Cause then correct, yes. it'll throw off like an LSI result or something like that. So Rich, we'll probably, um, close this out in a second, but is there anything you want to add as, as far as Lamotte's focus worldwide or the industry as a whole, like what you see coming down the road? This is kind of one of your little babies here that's really taken off. I mean, it's not even a baby now. I think it's been out for what, two or three years. Yeah, it's, it's been out for about two years. We, we launched it in uh, late 2016 over in Australia. Um, and at this point right now, I think we've of the mobile spin touch, I think we're up to like 10,000, 12,000 units worldwide. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But I guess overall in the industry, I, you know, I see, I see uh, it going more to photometric type meters for, um, you know, service pros, of course, retailers, commercial, you know, users at water parks and so forth. Just try and take that guesswork out of water testing, make it easy, uh, be consistent. Um, and all that ties into using some type of software program that can log all the information and have that at your fingertips on your iPhone or on your computer system. So, you know, just like with the that's a big app, deal with their app, you know, it, that's a really good thing to have. And I see more manufacturers offering more type of products like this and it only makes the industry get better. And right. That's what we need to do is just keep improving the industry. So, you know, customers are coming to the, the professionals, the retail stores or the service professionals to take care of. Yeah. It also raises the bar for, you know, uh, Steve, who wasn't able to join us today. We both own our own companies and, you know, we're out in the field and there's always that talk of like, what separates you from the other guy? Um, right. um, gosh, I like, I remember the better business bureau calling me a few different times and you're always like, Oh, what are they calling me about? And then, <laughs> you know, you find out, Oh, they want, they want me as a member. And right. they always ask like, what separates you from the other guy or from the other companies that are out there? Right. And my biggest thing has always been water chemistry. So, right. you know, not like cleaning habits or how I, you know, plumb in a pump or anything like that. It's always come down to, I take water chemistry very seriously. And, Right. Just happy with um, this device and really excited. I, I actually want to give a nod to Tracy Thornburg. He's the one that kind of helped me set this up. I think we're going to have um, him on our podcast in a couple of weeks, but it was actually really cool. I want to tell people listening that, you know, he got the phone. He got right on the phone. I think he called you up and Rich Lamont was right there on the phone with, with the three of us. And um, that was really cool. So, yeah, Tracy's a good guy. I, I've known Tracy for years, and uh, 
he's always been a, a top, you know, top salesperson out there and, and technical side too. He's very strong. So he's a, he's a great guy. He actually was the first spin touch that I got to use was his, oh, uh, that he had great. got from you guys. So yeah, he actually let me run with it uh, for a week or two in the field. And, um, I was like, I got to give this back to you because I need my own. <laughs> so it was uh, really fun. And yeah, I just wanted to more or less go over the device and let you know everybody know that you know it's kind of that next wave, if you will, of meters, testers, um, kind of runs the gamut. Like, I don't know what I would do now that I have it. Uh, kind of been spoiled with it, honestly. But... <laughs> Let me add actually one more thing to it because a lot of people say, well, I'm not, and this is something we didn't kind of touch on a little bit, but you know, there's, there's always those people out there that feel like, how do I quantify making that leap to purchasing something like that? And I just want to add this from somebody that uses it in the field field on a daily basis, which is whenever I use it, I'm typically not using it kind of on a daily basis with every single pool. I use it on a daily basis with the pools that I um, test like the the major components like cyanuric acid, uh, calcium hardness. Uh, let's see, what are some of the other ones? Phosphates, things that are really slow changing. Obviously, chlorine, um, pH and alkalinity, those are very fast changing elements in the water from like a week to week basis. So what I typically try to do is I, you know, use it in a fashion where I can extrapolate some of that information. Uh, commercial pools, you're probably using this every single week, maybe every single visit, uh, residential, who knows how that's going to look for you. But, uh, for those that are thinking, you know, this is an expensive device, you know, the test, depending on how much you're paying for the test, you know, it can be something that maybe is you're thinking it's going to cost me too much, but I use it in a very fundamental way where I'm not, you know, bringing it with me at every single stop. So just kind of touching on that, not trying to move the product in one kind of view or another, just trying to help guys out there understand that, you know, they can have this as a tool or device um, that they use probably on like a monthly basis, which is kind of the way I look at it. I don't know. Does that help at all, Rich? Does that something that yeah, you I mean, promote or? Yeah. I mean, again, it goes, every user is different. Um, yeah. You know, for a retailer, they use it every, every time a customer comes in for water sure. test. Um, for certain service professionals, they use it, you know, sparingly for new customers or problem pools. Uh, for commercial side, they, have, they use it every time. But what they're doing is they're doing more of the three-way test where they're trying to meet the requirements of the state. Sure. And then maybe once a week or every other week, they'll do a 10-way test. So uh, that way it takes care of the equipment, you know, or surface issues like staining with metals or making sure enough cyanuric acids in the water or hardness is the correct level. Right. So everybody's different. Um, you know, I was talking to a service professional at the show, Western Pool Show, and what he mentioned was is that, you know, he, like I said, he pulls it out. Um, when he gets a new customer and he just, it helps them that way, get new business. Um, yeah. He also mentioned that what he does is he'll use that three-way disc. Um, and what he's done is he's added another uh, route um, to his day each day. So he's picked up another job per day. So the time 
you know, is a really important part of his business. So he can get to more jobs in one day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it all, all works hand in hand to improve the business and, you know, make it right for that user, how they want to use it and, and so forth. So no, that's a good point. Yeah. Definitely a lot of different applications out there for sure. Right. Well, hey, Rich, I want to say thank you to coming on today and talking yes, with me. Sorry, Steve couldn't join us. I know we really wanted to be on here to talk to you. So um, I'll let you go. But uh, anybody out there, Lamont.com, uh, Waterlink, SpinTouch, I think there's also a website there. Yes, there's a website, of course, to our Lamont site, uh, which you can still get to the uh, Waterlink information from there. And then we have our Waterlink SpinTouch.com site, which is strictly about the SpinTouch and the disk and so forth. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you, Rich, and thanks to those listening. We appreciate your support. Find us on all your podcast channels, United Pool Association Podcasts. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Take care.